When a daddy tentacle likes a schoolgirl. The fucking lolicons. Damn it, dad. Damn it, dad. And destroy them. What? Dragon Ball Z sucks. It, it doesn't make sense. I wanted to stab. Oh, God. Oh, God. Viva la torcha! And that's it. It's like, what the fuck just happened? Wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? Alright, so, yeah, hi, welcome, this is the, uh, what we're, I guess, calling for right now the pseudo-random podcast, because we don't really have a good name yet, but, uh, or we may just stick with that, I don't know. But, um, yeah, this is gonna be a anime and manga podcast talking about stuff, so this is a big spoiler warning. Uh, one anime they're gonna be heavily spoiling today is Amagami SS, as well as there's gonna be a variety of others that we're not gonna think to say spoiler warning for, so if you don't like spoilers, it'd probably be not the best idea to listen to this. Um, Just get the fuck out. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so anyway, um, I'm CJ, I'm the, the host of this and everything, and I uh, figured we'd just go around and introduce everybody here. Um, Dan, if you want to go ahead. Alright, so my name is Daniel. My friends call me Dan, sometimes. Um, I'm... Just another anime watcher. I'm a game developer, like the other guys around here. I like to program and watch anime and watch movies and just do a bunch of stuff. And I'm not sure of how to continue going with this. Let's just go to Roberto now. <laughs> Hello, this is Roberto here. Pretty much the same as Dan. Uh, I watch any anime as long as it's good. And that's it. Alright, clicker. Alright, my name is Aaron. Uh, my friends call me Clecker, obviously. The guys here will call me Clecker, obviously. You can call me by either which. I, out of all the people here, probably have the least anime experience. So, this was actually started because I wanted to watch anime more. So, shall we continue, CJ? Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's actually good. Um, so, yeah, I'll actually let Roboto here talk about how all this got started and what this actually is, because this is a, well, I'll, I'll explain what it is, because we, um, we had a club for a while that, uh, we just recommend, uh, anime and manga to each other, and we watch it and talk about it pretty much like how a book club works, and, yeah, we can let Roberto explain how it started here, it's pretty good. Sure. So, you know, me and Aaron hang out a lot, and we're always going, oh, you should watch this anime, or you should read this manga, but, you know, we're busy with our lives and stuff. So then we came to the agreement that I would recommend something for him to watch, he would recommend something for me to read, and then on a week-to-week -week basis we would meet up and discuss. And then then Dan came along, and he wanted to join in because I had Aaron watch Clan Ed. And then Which one of the is next fantastic. Yeah, I was really curious to, to hear what, what were his thoughts on it. And then... I was going to have him watch the Monogatari series next, and that's when we added CJ, because he's a big fan of that series. And that's pretty much how we all started this. And since then, we've basically been having fun talking shit about each other's favorite shows. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Which is the best part of this. Pretty much. I, I, yep. I almost made uh, Dan here rage quit one day, saying I yep. gave uh, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood a 5 out of 10, and he lost his Yeah, shit. get out of here. <laughs> Which, I mean, realistically, I think it's like an 8 or 9 for me. I, I don't quite remember exactly. But, um, anyway, so, the the agenda or outline or whatever you want to call it we're doing today is, uh, 
For this week, we have done Amagami SS, episodes 1 through 12, and we're going to be discussing that. Then, um, after that, we'll be discussing, like, any other anime we've been watching recently, as well as anything we're hyped for, or manga as well, anything we've been reading that we want to discuss, and then just random stuff out of that. After that, Whatever, whatever digression we want you to take this podcast on. Pretty much, yeah. Alright, so, um, yeah, let's get to it. Um, I'm the one who... Uh, recommended Amagami SS, so I'll probably not be talking for a little bit until they they kind of get going with this. So um, yeah, who wants why don't you to tell us off? a little bit about it, CJ? All right, well um, it's one of my more favorite romance ones and everything because the way this one works, it's uh, it's about a guy who has um, some relationship problems and everything at one point, and um, the the cool thing about it is there's a lot of women in his life, typically like harem style or whatever. But uh, the thing that's cool about this is he actually pursues each individual girl in, like, three to five episode arcs, where it'll reset back to a certain time, and then he'll pursue a different girl each time, essentially, like, parallel universes or whatever. One of the funny things is that when I started watching this, I actually didn't know about that. I didn't read, like, any any synopsis or anything like that. I kind of saw it coming because of the way the, the opening animation is set up and all that, and the fact that he focused on one of the girls right in the beginning, which is actually very rare to see from this kind of show. But the first time that it actually reset, I was a little sad in the inside, because I really liked the first story, and then would I restart again with someone else. But then yeah, I was actually surprised, because I, I actually really liked the, the other one as well. Go ahead, CJ. Oh yeah, that's a, that's actually one thing that's pretty funny, because I had no idea about that when I first saw it. I thought it was going right. to be a typical harem and everything. And then it was like episode one or two, I think it was one. And he got a girlfriend. It's like, what, what, what just happened? I am confused. Which I mean, I was happy because I, I like ones that follow a full romance story and all that. But I don't know. It just it ended up working really well. Like just going between the different girls. See, the cool thing about this one is that I feel like I'm watching just a bunch of movies. You know, like every every three to five episode arc so far. They they've all been four episode arcs. They that I've watched just feel like a whole different like story. And and. I, I thought that I would have a hard time going back and, and sort of resetting my brain to forget everything that happened and start a new thing. But it's actually been easier than I thought. Like, it, I've actually been able to easily go back and be like, all right, time to start another movie which just happens to have the same characters but has a fully different story. And I actually thought that was very cool. That's an interesting way to put it, Dan. I kind of I can see your point. Well, how did you like it, Roberto? Did you, did you also like that? that mechanic of going back or were you bothered by it or anything like that? Um, I like it. I'm usually a fan of shows that have the same story, so to speak, but with a different perspective each time. But right. seeing as this one goes through multiple routes instead of just another character's point of view from the same story kind of puts an interesting spin on it, which uh, I have a topic to bring up later once we finish our covering of the first 12 episodes. Sure. One one thing that is is nice as well is how they 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 pay attention to to certain details and they're they're very like subtle teams on every arc that get repeated over and over but with slightly differences. So I remember that you know the girl from the first arc, which is Morishima Haruka, she in the first arc she's the main character and and she goes out with the the main protagonist, and that's the girl that that he gets and all that, but. 
on the other arcs, she sh repeatedly shows up, and, and her personality is still the same. And some of the things that she does on the on the other arcs are still the same things that she would do on the on the first one. Uh, for example, there, there's a part where it shows that she's she's gonna go to the yeah to, to like a, a Santa dressing competition or something like that. And they actually they actually show her dressed up on one of the arcs, and then on the other arc they they comment that she won that competition or something. Yeah. So it's I actually think they they pay a lot of attention to to details on the story that regardless of which path the the protagonist will choose would stay the same in in, in most multiple arcs. Well, that's actually one thing that uh that helps especially people like me because I mean obviously everybody ends up having their their best girl and everything and it makes me feel so much better because every now and then I get to see my favorite girl it's like yes I love you right I remember yeah you. that's really cool and, as well yeah. I, I was really nice. glad that even even after the, the arc was was finished and all that I, was, I would still see that girl from time to time even even if it was just like very little random scenes here and there so what about we we start breaking Breaking this up on every arc and talking a little bit about each one of them. Yeah, yeah, let's, let's go into the first one with uh, Haruka here. Right. So, I really liked that one. It might be my favorite. I'm not sure. She was until something happens later. She's my second favorite. Cool. So far, she's my favorite. Mainly because of the final episode in the arc where she pretty much just opens up and gushes out all her feelings. I was just like, aw. Oh yeah, my favorite's like the Nian oh. attack or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was, oh, yeah. That was, that was so pretty good. hilarious. I, I really like how in the beginning, like, everything is kind of set up like the the usual Haran, as, as CJ said before, and you actually kind of expect, you know, when 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 she asks if the guy likes her, that he would just be like every usual anime protagonist and and, and just run away or something, you know, just just not, <laughs> yeah. not face it. Right. Um, but he actually faces her and he's like, "Yeah, I like you." One episode in the show, he's like, "Yep, I really like you." And well, she looks at him. He he like tells her like two or three times, doesn't he? Like a Freddy exact about, but he yeah, like he, actively he, pursues her. Yeah, he tells her several times. He gets rejected like twice. Yeah, it's because the first like, time he's yeah. Finally, Sorry. she says yes, and it's like, yay! Yeah, I, I thought that was very douche from her part, actually, because on the first or on the first episode, it really looked like she was she was kind of kind of leading him in and, and letting him him be confident around her and all that. And when he he's finally like, all right, I like you, she's like, okay, but I don't. <laughs> well, I mean, like, oh, you're you're cooler now, but well, yeah, well, she does later, but but. That's what I'm saying. I thought it was interesting how at the first time she actually rejects him, and she she likes him. I mean, she she clearly likes him, but she's just not sure if he likes the if she likes him that way. You know? Well, yeah, that that kind of goes into something it explains a little bit later, where her friend practically well, she doesn't practically force her to, but she tells her like just fucking do it, like just open right. up to him and be okay with it. And it like and I it, actually thought that was very realistic as well. Oh yeah, that's just, one thing I love about this one is. Everything about it, like, all these characters are believable and realistic, and, like, although most of the tropes are there, like Moe and Sundere and all that, all those are there, they're all realistic versions. It's like, I could meet this girl on the street, and she would act... It's like, that's believable. Right, I totally agree with that. I, I thought they all felt like real people. That was very cool. So, anything else to say about Harakai specifically? 
Roberta, you got anything to say? Well, I guess to add on to what Dan was saying, I did notice she was very straightforward with the main character. She was extremely playful, you know, past the point where if they're not in a relationship, you know, it it might seem as odd or, you know, she's leading him on or something. But I feel like there was something with the dog in the past, but they didn't really talk about it. Because in a way, she kind of treated him like a puppy. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that that was one of her things, right? He. I mean, she loved puppies. She had a puppy who died, and she met him uh, back then, and and that whole story. So, right. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's another thing. I'm not. I'm pretty sure you guys probably picked up on it and everything. But uh, whenever like each of the girls like start their arc, it usually shows. Because uh, I mean, I'll go ahead and explain. Like the 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 big event that happened in the main guy's life that kind right. of ruined him romantically and everything is he was stood up for a big date for Christmas Eve, I believe. Which is essentially right. as big as uh, Valentine's Day is here over in Japan. And that kind of crushed him. This was like two years prior to the anime. One thing that's cool is you end up actually seeing him and one of the girls and everything at the beginning of their arc. At the beginning, like back then two years ago, you see them. Which is kind of right. Cool. I really like that. And I actually have a few theories about that. that maybe we yeah, can discuss too. later if you guys want it. There's a lot of theories in this one because of all the, like the multiple timelines, which right, is interesting. exactly one thing that that one very little thing that I want to point out that I didn't like, and that's very stupid. But the I I, f- I feel like the opening animation kind of spoils too much, and it's not like it actually spoils the story, but from the from the opening animation, it makes very clear like who are the six girls. That are gonna right. make the six arcs, yeah. and on the exact so far they've been shown in the exact same order that the arcs happen, and I just kind of wish that that was a little more. I just kind of wish that I wasn't sure yet, and and I do know that most things on the series point that out anyway. It's just that you know from from arc two it was already pretty clear to me what who like all the girls would be, and if 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 those scenes on the on the opening and the ending or whatever were not there. Um, I, I I might have a few like different, I I I might be seeing a few different possibilities. You know, it, the the only reason I didn't really have a problem with that is because even though yeah, it shows which girls in what order, unless it's a girl he's already gone after, you maybe see her five minutes total until her arc, so you don't really know anything about her. So she's kind of just there. Yeah, exactly. A very very minor side character. So it, it doesn't really in my opinion, like, spoil anything to me, because it's like, oh, it's just, that's what she looks like. She'll be one, two times from now, or whatever. Right. And it's kind of out of my mind. Yeah, the only thing for me is that, aside from the six main girls that is going to go after, there are actually a few other girls in the series that are shown repeatedly. Um, And if I, I feel like if there if that wasn't spoiled in the opening, I could think that maybe one of those would actually be the one. And I just feel like having that doubt would be an interesting element as well. As I said, it's a very minor thing. I'm only bringing it up because I felt like it would be interesting to to, to just bring something different here. All right. So second arc, he goes after his best female friend, right? Yeah, the childhood his, friend. His childhood friend, Kaoru Tanamashi Kaoru. So, you know, they they kind of start off like those two people you look at and you're like, 
Why aren't they dating? It's so right. obvious. <laughs> yeah. I, the funny thing is that I, I really liked Morishima Haruka, and I thought that no girl would be able to top her on the show. And then I actually really liked Kaoru as well. Uh, just because I, I thought... I don't know. I, I, I just thought her personality was, was really cool. I also always liked this this kind of character who is just, you know, like she clearly likes him, but at the same time she she isn't as straightforward as as Haruka. You know, she she she's obviously his friend and she obviously likes him and she brings a couple like she she brings up relationship conversations from time to time. But at the same time it's not it's not as clear to him that she likes him as it was in my opinion on the on the first one until the very end well I mean there's that but it's you also got to deal with the thing that it's like it's it's partial self doubt with her as well as not only like she she there's a little bit of the thing where it's like do I really like him like that or is it just I've been around him so long as well as when she kind of does realize it it's also the thing, like, I mean, a lot of people have this where it's like, you've been friends so long and I want to try something and ruin that friendship and everything, too. Right. So there's a lot of that yeah. drama she's dealing yeah. with. Also, I, I had a theory that proved itself wrong, but by the uh, by the end of R2, I thought that he would kiss each one of them in a weird place. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is so fucking kinky, it's not even funny. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot. Isn't this the one where he ends up, like, uh, I think with the first girl... Like, does he end up, like, licking her or something? He kisses her behind the knee. Oh, yeah, okay. he kisses yes. her behind the knee, which is <laughs> weird. And, and then on the second one, he... I think he kisses her belly button or something. He does. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, in a oh, library, library, too. <laughs> I, I think that was pretty hilarious. I actually, I think, like, this... Oh, right, go ahead. The, those scenes with this guy actually remind remind me a little bit of... Uh, Aranagi from from Bakemonogatari. Oh, yep. Like, oh, he's, he's obviously not, not as far. Not the toothbrush scene. <laughs> right. I mean, obviously he's not even close to Aranagi's level of of no. you know like weirdness and kinkiness and and per- perversion. Being but the I feel like he he like he could be a good like I don't know like he he he's on the way to to becoming that one day maybe. He's a competitor. <laughs> yeah. He's a competitor. Yeah. But uh, just just so anyone like listening to this knows, the most amazing thing because I mean my my favorite series is uh, the Bakumonogatari series, but um the thing that's amazing is the toothbrush scene in Nisei Monogatari. Uh, I I got to watch because um, I didn't know Clicker was watching this at the time. He was actually over at my place uh hanging out for a day, and uh, he was on the episode that had the toothbrush scene in it, and he's he's always uh, someone who's very like, naive and innocent for a lot of things, it seems like. It, <laughs> it almost physically pains him to see weird things like that. And, oh, it's so good. It's not that it pains me. It's just it like that it. I don't know how you can make something so erotic out of simply just brushing your teeth. It's just... Well, how... It's just your reactions, though, man. <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> like, like, make sense! Out. It doesn't. I, gotta, I, I have I have to present you some kinds of Brazilian porn clicker. <laughs> Hopefully not, Dan. I'd much rather stay clean-minded throughout this entire that. process. You say right. that, but you're gonna break. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see, Roberto. We'll see. <laughs> we will. 
Anyway. Well, I, I just really liked Kaoru's personality, and I'm not sure if I if I know how to put that into words, but I, I just felt like she was a bit of a more a bit of a more complex character in her feelings than than Haruka was. And that's why by the end of the second arc, I was actually split between the two. I was really not sure which one I liked the most. Uh, I really liked the first one because she was just so, so like nice and happy all the time, and, and there were just so many funny scenes with her. But then I, I also re just really liked the the, the, the complexity of of Kaoru's feelings on the on the second one, and and also kind of the side stories that involved her her arc as well, such as the thing with with her mother and all that. And once again, they they kind of fail to hit on that point. It kind of just falls moot. They bring it up, but then they don't really dive right, into yeah, it. Right, yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, you also got to think, like, with how short the arcs are, they can't hit on yeah. everything. I mean, I they really do pack a surprising amount in there for that shorter period of time. I, I actually totally agree with CJ. I feel like they do bring up a lot of topics, but they they do a good job of focusing on the main ones and developing those a lot, and then the other ones are kind of just, like, J just little details on the background to make the the whole the whole story a little more realistic, right? Right. So third, and obviously worse, girl. Yes. <laughs> oh god, that fucking voice. Yep. Like I, I watched the the subtitle version, and just like I I absolutely hate her only because of that fucking voice. Seriously, I, I was wonder not a if fan. it's that bad dubbed. I don't, it isn't dubbed. Oh my god. So it's not dubbed yet? Oh, okay. It won't Wait. be. They've already won't released be. it. Like, uh, pretty much right. if she had a different voice, she would be fine. She wouldn't be best girl, but she would be fine. Like, she's cool. I mean, I'm I'm okay with shy girls. Because she, I mean, obviously she's, like, super shy. And there's the big things where he's, like, the main character's trying to make her less shy. Where she can actually talk to people and all that. But, god, that fucking voice. Yeah. I wanted to stab her. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a big fan of the voice either. It, I don't think it annoyed me as much as it did for you guys because I feel like I've heard. I just feel like I've heard enough anime characters with similar voices, and I'm I'm just kind of used to it. You guys, you guys probably just get annoyed every time, but <laughs> um, the thing with her though is that I I just felt like it it wasn't just the character. the The character was worse than the the first two in my opinion, but. She wasn't terrible either. I I just thought that on the arc overall, like the, it felt like they used this arc to just throw this their their shitty ideas and and just I don't know, like just kind of rough. Um, I mean, it had a tentacle scene, right? Yep. There was a little yeah. tentacle scene on the <laughs> on that part, and that was totally unnecessary. And that was clearly just the the typical. You know, tentacle scene fan service that we see from time to time, right? It's like they yep. got it from the Bakke series. And let's nose. just throw some snakes in the mix. And and it just felt like very out of place and unnecessary. And and that's why, like, and that that's the one that stood out the most for me. But this arc just felt like the place where they decided to throw like, oh, we gotta have a tentacle scene somewhere. Let just put it on that girl. Nobody likes her already. You know, I don't know. Well, I mean, a, a lot of people actually like her and like that style of character. Like, like I said, if, if if it weren't for the voice, she would probably be, like, either three or four for me. But, I don't know, like... 
Yeah. Just that voice. I can't stand that. That's the only, like, yeah. that's what I was telling me the other day, man, where it's just like, <laughs> oh, there's a very stupid reason I hate this girl. Because she's fine <laughs> otherwise, but, I mean, because she just has this weird, like, not just a soft voice, but it's almost, like, kind of scratchy at the same time. Right. Of, and it just drives me crazy. Her, the whole story with her getting her job and all that also felt kind of weird to me because it didn't, like, I could have missed something, but at no point I actually felt like she wanted that. To me, it just felt like everybody was trying to make her do it, and that's the only reason why she was doing <laughs> it. Oh, I'm serious. Like, in the beginning, like, all, yeah. all she does is she goes to the restaurant, and she's like, oh, that's kind of a cute uniform, right? And the guy's like, yeah, do you want to wear it? Okay. <laughs> well... Right. That's, that's kind of part of her personality in a sense. Yeah. You know, she can't really do anything about it because she's too shy or timid to say no. Right, so she just accepted it and she kept yeah. going with it up until the end, right? That's as, as Roberta said, that's part of her personality, but that just I, I think that just made me like her personality even less because I, I, I felt like she wasn't really an she wasn't really an actor on the on, on whatever was happening. She was kind of just passively going with the with the flow, you know. Right. And but I don't I don't really like characters that that work like that. See it. But eventually, she got to the point where she didn't care. She just wanted to be with the main character. Sure. Thinking about it, I, I think there's actually another subconscious reason why I hated this character so much, because. One the 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 shyness and everything a little bit and because um, I, I I had an ex girlfriend at one point. Well, I mean she was my girlfriend at one point. She's an ex now, but whatever. But right. <laughs> there, there's this one girl. She she kind of reminded me a little bit of her because she was one of the ones that uh, pretty much would just do like and agree with whatever I said. Like she didn't want any confrontation to the point where she would just. I was like, hey, do you want to see a movie tonight? Let's watch this one. She's like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I love that one. To the point where it was bad because she would never tell me like anything that she wanted. And it, it just right, felt and then you can never tell what what she was actually thinking, right? Yes, exactly. And it seems like this this would be the type of girl, like especially in a relationship where she'd be like that. So I, I think there's another level, a little bit of the subconscious that made me not like her a lot because of that. Also, yeah. there was a narrator in this one, just random. Oh yeah, man, that was like, weird. <laughs> that was very annoying. See, that was the the other thing I was trying to remember. I was like, there was another very obnoxious thing about this arc that I can't remember. Dude, what what the heck was that? I mean, <laughs> I, I think he comes back later, but I'm not sure. Oh god, I'm actually okay with it because he plays another character. He plays Nyanta from Log Horizon. Oh yes, I didn't even oh, think about that. Oh, that's so like, this why is cool. he sounded so familiar. See, yeah, I, I I never watched Lock Horizon, but I also felt like he was familiar. So I'm actually gonna check if he has done anything else that I've known of. But he just sounded he sounded so much like a narrator. You know, it wasn't even <laughs> like a, a like w when you hear a character telling his story or something like that. It actually felt like a straight up like out of the story narrator just looking over everything and telling yeah. everything for some weird reason. And just on, and I seriously can't understand why they decided to just randomly put it on the third arc without it <laughs> yeah. being part of any yep. of the other two. I was actually expecting it to be. Uh, I was actually kind of expecting there to be an explanation by the end of this arc. I I was thinking that maybe he could be a character that would show up in the story later on, and and then he would be like telling their story or something like that. But no explanation whatsoever. 
We need to get Dan to watch Log Horizon because he's missing yes. out. That that might be one where we have to do for for a couple weeks. Um, yeah, sure. Even though even though we've all seen it except him, I would be very happy to watch that one again because it's it's pretty Same amazing. here. Cool. Because I mean, you gotta love her. Fucking Akatsuki, hmm. so good, so good. She so is the, my background on like three things, including my anime list. The the narrator is actually a character for Code Geass as well. Yeah, he was. Why you know it. Yeah, that's probably where I where I got him from. I'm still telling you, I'm I'm gonna tear that apart at one point, Dad. Sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna make you so angry. It's gonna be so good. I actually can't wait for that moment. I think that will be a fun conversation. We're gonna do Bakuman this time. Yeah, eventually. Oh yeah, that's actually a good thing. I, I didn't even think about that. We can actually uh, tell all the listeners here about the other stuff we're going to be watching soon. Um, for next week, one thing we're going to be talking about is the second half of Amagami SS, which is 13 through 24, 26, I forgot how many. 24. Okay. Okay. So there's then, 24 episodes, and then like 25 and 26 are additional ones they released on Blu-ray that weren't part of the main run of the show. So do we want to cover those or or no? We could try. They're like, uh, actually, I guess they aren't OVAs. I, no, I think they're just extend, ex- essentially extension episodes for two of the girls, but I don't remember because it's been a while since it's, I've watched it's, them. Uh, it's like the specials for uh, Clannad, how there was a Tomoyo arc and there was a other arc, I forgot her name, and it's like I, my favorite girl. Tomoyo is my favorite. I wish yes. the series would have been about her. Was it Kyo? I think it was Kyo. I hated Kyo. I think Kyo was my favorite, actually. Kyo was my favorite. Next to Nagisa. Nagisa was my favorite, but Kyo was the second. Easily. Well, this show you guys have and your OVAs. strong woman. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> this show so, does have OVAs, but I don't think it's episode 25 and 26. Yeah. Well, they actually have like a, a half second season thing. I think it's 12 episodes. What? Yeah, it's yes. the Amagami SS Plus. I think it's 12 episodes. It is. And I think it has, also has OVAs. So yeah, that's something you guys can watch on your own here. We can discuss at a later point or whatever, but right. I figured 24 or 26 would be in, like long enough for us to do this with and everything. Right, that's fine. That, that's what I was thinking about doing with uh, Bakuman as well. We watched the first season, and then whoever likes it a lot should keep going, just keep yeah, going. Pretty much. Oh, one thing uh, I just remembered, we didn't actually hit on... Uh, with the first arc, one thing I loved about the first arc was it actually showed them, I think it was like five or ten years later, or just later when they're adults right. and married and stuff. Yeah. Yep, and they're married, and so yeah. That was... I thought they were going to do that for all the arcs, but they didn't. They do it for more of the arcs, I just don't remember which ones. I know there's at least one more, and I think that's what Amagami SS Plus partially is, which I'm probably wrong about all this, so I'm probably going to get yelled at by viewers, if we ever have viewers, or whatever, right. I don't know. CJ uh, says Klecker is naive, but he's the one who thinks that we have viewers. <laughs> I said if we ever will. Right. Right. Nobody listens to this. Come on. We're, we're going to have at least, like, probably two people listen to this. I'll probably show it to friends and be like, look at this, it's amazing. And they'll be like, what is this? This is terrible. Because <laughs> um, it. Because a random plug here. I actually work with uh, somebody who runs one of the one of the bigger anime podcasts out there. It's uh, Anime World Order. So I'll probably be getting tips from her, and she'll hopefully help improve our podcast here. Right. And destroy them. 
What? <laughs> I mean, that's the Destroy very first time that we're doing this, so it's expected that it is very rough, I guess. Yeah, this is this is our first attempt at our first episode of our first podcast, so it's probably going to be terrible. Right. Bear with us. Doesn't we're matter. learning. There's actually a chance that all the songs, all the songs, going to be screwed up, and that we won't be able to post this anywhere, and we'll have to start on the next one. Eh, we'll we'll deal with that later. Yeah. <laughs> Which actually, we'll we'll probably have to re-record something for this, so they at least know it's like, okay, we're talking about the second half of Omigami SS, and they're like, what the fuck? Where's the first? Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, I'm, I'm fine yelling and being angry at Sai again, because fuck that bitch's voice. But, uh, whatever. Right. <laughs> I'm actually very curious about what that voice actress has done already. I mean, we're gonna take a look as well. My name list later. I've thought at one point it's like this voice annoys me so much. I think I might want to look up other things she's in just so I don't fucking watch them. Right? <laughs> no. It might just be she did a really bad job in this one, CJ. Oh you god! You don't understand, man. Oh god! She's being on I... one... she's being on something that we all watched recently. What's that? She's on Mirai Nikki. Yeah. Ah! And she's the fat lady. <laughs> you know the the fat lady at the yeah the, the... yeah. She Number eight was it? Yeah. Yep. Well, that that's why I was kind of joking around that because I imagine to she probably has a decent vocal range, and they just wanted somebody super soft for this character, right? But I don't know. That's why I said I almost did that, and I was like, yeah, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, Mariah Nikki, that that was a good one. I think that was like one of the first ones I watched with you guys, wasn't it? Yeah. Probably. Um. No. You watched something else. It was probably um, Monogatari, because that's when he joined in. I'm pretty sure it was Monogatari. Oh, I just joined in for the, the conversation on that. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he watched it again. Except oh, for I, the I watched ten that times that he watched that already. <laughs> well, I yeah. watched that at least three to four times a year all the way through. So, like, no, you, you guys don't understand how much I love this anime. <laughs> it's, um, it's not healthy. What was after Monogatari, Roberto? There was something else. Well, I think oh. that's when I... Well, because I, I think I joined on... Mm-hmm. What, when Clacker had just finished Clanet. So he was discussing Clanet. I joined in for the conversation. And then we did Monogatari with Vinland Saga. Which that's I right. read. But I had already watched Monogatari, so I didn't watch that. And then the next time was the first time that I started recommending stuff as well, and I did two short series. Uh, what was what was recommended oh, with Pluto? I got it. We watched the uh, the eccentric family. Yep. Oh, that one. That's amazing. what it was. And the uh, Tonari no Kaibutsukun. Yep, My Little Monster, English name. Yep. Uh, yes. Crunchyroll. That's probably yep, yep. yeah. That's probably where CJ was. That was that's, the first thing CJ started. Yeah, that, that was the first CJ week started. I was part of. But I was watching stuff with you. I think we did uh, Samurai Flamenco after that too, didn't we? Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. Oh, the fucking God. escalation, the anime. Yeah. It was amazing. Oh my God, Samurai Flamenco. Ah, that's it. I found a game that is Samurai Flamenco, the game. By the way. Oh, did that's, you? Know? It's it's called Frog Fractions. And oh, sweet that's, baby Jesus. That totally that sounds, sounds like Samurai Flamenco. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something that would be in Samurai Flamenco. Well, it's it's more, it's it has nothing to do with actually being Samurai Flamenco, but it's more just the escalation, which, oh my god, that's loud. Sweet Yeah, Jesus. I was gonna say, I can hear it from here. Okay. Just put a link in the stuff for you guys to play that later, but yeah, it's literally like you start off with just like, oh, 
add fractions or whatever. And then eventually you're on a dragon flying through space, like in a bullet hell game, and you become the president of Mars. And it's like, what the fuck just what? happened? <laughs> that is like Samurai Flamenco. Like, you may need to look up some stuff how to actually, like, go through everything, because some stuff isn't explained how you uh, proceed on. But sweet Jesus, it it gets crazy. <laughs> right. So for the listeners, you know when somebody tries to, to explain a game to you, but they can't really explain it, and they just say, you know, go, go ahead and just play it, and you get it. I think that's how we all feel about Samurai Flamenco. Like, you probably it shouldn't... Is. Yeah, sh- don't, don't listen to whatever people are saying, just go and watch it, and then make your own opinion based on what you watch, because... Just be- fucking strap in for the ride. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, good or bad, amazing or awful, it is a crazy experience that everybody in the world should experience at least once. Yeah. I, it I is quite the it- ride that everyone will enjoy, and everyone, at least once, will want to scream, VIVA LA TORCHA! And that's it. <laughs> What the hell was that? No, no, no. One thing I wanted to scream for that, and I have before. I did this in the middle of work talking to somebody about uh, Samurai Flamenco. I fucking, I yelled, Justice Beam. <laughs> That's another one. I, I've thought about cosplaying as Mr. Justice at one point. I want to do this. It'll God. be amazing. And that'll be cool. So there's your homework, viewers. Go watch Samurai Flamenco. Well, it's good. let's go ahead and tell them one thing. You're like, uh, this is going to be... Spoilers. Actually, remember this for once. It's gonna be spoilers on what Samurai Flamenco is, but um, essentially what it is for those of you who don't care about spoilers, it goes from pretty much the first few episodes being like super good drama of this guy essentially being like kickass, where he's just a vigilante trying to be a superhero and all that, to uh, I think it goes to like what what superhero stuff would you classify the next part as? Because it, it hasn't gone to Power Rangers yet. Not yet. I would say he was... Is a little it more, bit more Batman. Yeah. So okay. It's more Batman, yeah. So he pretty much goes from kick-ass to Batman, to Power Rangers, to just, like, fighting the whole goddamn universe, and aliens, and fucking I don't know anymore. <laughs> my, it gets I, crazy. I'm, yeah, I lost part of my mind somewhere watching that. It gets crazy real fast, and... Keep this in mind, viewers. When some people were watching this, they had to wait a week for the next episode. Yep. Oh, God. You, you don't yep. have to do that, so be <laughs> thankful. Yeah, because like, it, it, it abruptly goes, because bef- I think it's like three or four episodes in, maybe a little bit more. It is actually really good drama about this dude trying to overcome the struggles of trying to be a vigilante and all that. And then at one point, like right after that, he's actually recognized, and he's like, oh, he's a hero of the town and all that. And then he's, like, on a drug bust, and this fucking dude turns into a gorilla with a guillotine in his stomach, and every time he hits his chest, the guillotine closes, and he chops the cop's head off and explodes, and it's like, what the fuck just happened? I literally had to stop watching anime at that point, because I'm like, wait, what? Like, I immediately thought, like, shit, he probably just got, like, shot in the head, and he's in a coma now, and this is his dream. I don't know. Apparently there a lot so of people many rage quit. On, on that time, which is very unfortunate. Yeah. Yes. The the internet was on fire. Let's face it. <laughs> well, well, I think I've asked you this, Roberta. What is it as bad as... I'm not going to fucking say what, because I don't want Dan or Klecker here to know, but uh, is it as bad as the big event in Fuka? 
Or just was about, it? yeah. I mean, okay. nobody I saw mean, this coming, and it just everyone was just flipping their shit everywhere. Well, I mean, is it? I'm pretty sure the Naruto ending flipped no, everyone's shit. Really? Not not as much as that. Right, wow. so you guys are alienating me from the conversation. Roberto, <laughs> remember that moment in Code Geass on the first season when mm-hmm. Euphemia does that thing? Yeah. yeah I still think it's, cool it's higher than that because it's just it's just out of nowhere and it's completely opposite of what you know you would come to expect from the show after like seven episodes. Right. And then they don't say anything because it just ends right there. And you're just left there wondering, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Cool. <laughs> Alright, yeah. So, um, I think that probably concludes our Amigami SS talks, unless anybody has any other comments here or anything. Nope. So far, the first girl's my favorite, but that can easily change, just like how I sporadically change during the Bakke series. I'm still Who? conflicted. Who are I your love... favorite now, Clecker? I, I want to know on the... the... On the Bakke, it's still Senjohara, because, like, I can't, like, I can't not like her. Did Shinobu um, move up to second like I said she would? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, told you. You didn't believe me. Shinobu and donuts, man. Just feed her some (laughs) donuts. That's all you gotta do. Alright, so, um, anything else out of you, Roberto, for Amagami SS? Um, I'm just curious as to... Who stood him up on Christmas Day, but I don't think we'll ever get to that plot point. I actually think we will. Hopefully we do. I honestly don't remember that. Right. If it happens or not. I'm I'm glad that that CJ brought Amagami SS back up and that Roberto cited that, because what what about we talk a little bit about if if we have any theories of a bigger plot for the show? Because I do know that it's it's a bunch of little arcs, but... And I don't want this to be spoiled, CJ, in case I mean, I'm just saying crazy shit right here, but I I thought that the what happened two two years ago could actually have an like an explanation. I actually thought that that could have been part of one of the arcs. Could could be part of one of the arcs, one of the future arcs. But I'm I mean I may just be completely crazy about that. But and I also thought that that what happened two years ago could actually explain why like his story keeps rewinding and i Mm. I know this like it may may just be a bunch of separate stories as i said like just a bunch of movies but part of me believed that maybe he's just like locked on his closet all the time just like imagining all the stories i I just thought of something i was like okay I'll, i'll go ahead and say i i honestly don't remember like all the arcs and what happens after those or anything but you actually made me just think of a pretty good theory that could be something like what if this ends up being like all the different arcs or things that are going through his head as he's waiting for some girl and it's like well what if I ask this girl instead like this could be what he's thinking the entire time he's sitting there for two hours getting stood up like a half hour and be like shit what if I ask this girl instead what would have happened right so I was thinking, I mean if it's just a bunch of arcs and that's it I'm fine I mean the arcs are very fun on themselves to make me happy with the show but I would actually also appreciate if if there was some kind of like bigger plot that you could you could read between the lines at least within all the all the stories or something like that, and maybe we can just theorize about it even if it's never gonna be never gonna actually be be said to be true or anything like that. 
Well, like I said, to be honest, because I, I haven't, I think I watched it a couple years ago or something. Right. I don't actually remember what happens past the next arc, because the next arc, I believe, is my favorite girl, but I, she may be the second to next or whatever, I don't remember. But I don't really remember anything that happens after that. Do you have any opinion on that? The other thing I'm thinking of was how much do you think these uh, each individual story overlaps the others? Because obviously we see that all the girls are present throughout the story, but how much of each little events do you think overlap? I think most of them. Like, yeah, I was gonna say I think we've already seen a lot of them overlap. Oh yeah, it's just a bunch of smaller stuff here and there, from what I remember. Like. Just like, oh, hey, uh, ran into you, whatever, sorry, move on. <laughs> yeah, because it'd kind of be interesting to kind of figure out where the story actually branches off besides the, the actual him getting stood up and whatnot. Right. Because we know in the in the second arc, he meets Kaoru afterwards, and, you know, she invites him to a party at her house. But we don't see that present in the other arcs. Hmm. Well, I mean, I, I imagine... Uh, that that could be the significance of showing each of those separately at the beginning of the arc. That could just be essentially like almost like a butterfly effect thing of that's the one thing that happened that set him on this path instead right. of some other path. So that could possibly that's probably it. That's and that's exactly what I want to kind of investigate further and see what you guys think. Right. I I guess I agree with CJ in that I don't think there's one like I don't think there's one unique branching point where all the stories are born, I think there are different branching points. Like, maybe in one of the stories, he does the exact same things up until point X, and then on another story, he, he goes a little further on that, like, usual route, and then just takes something else, does something else uh, at a later point. Well, that can't really happen if it's the day two years ago on the Christmas, whenever he runs into one of the girls instead of the others. That would be the branching even if nothing else really changes as far as what he does, it's still a different timeline after that. Right. Yeah. No. But what I'm saying is that I think it's more like a, like a. Well, it wouldn't make sense to say it's like a tree because that would apply to to it in any case. But okay. So the guy meets Kaoru back when he was he was stood up two years ago, and that starts the the Kaoru branch, right? Yeah. But if he did not meet her. That doesn't mean that he would already be... I mean, he would be starting another branch, but maybe he would still be on, only on, like, an intermediate branch that would only branch into the other girls, like, two years later. Oh, well, what I'm saying is it actually explicitly shows each of the girls uh, back that far. All of if them? If I remember correctly. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, all right, cool. All right, so that's the branching point. Yeah, Probably. so essentially that night that he stood up is the branching point. Right, because I got that for the first two girls, but I didn't remember seeing that for the third one. But now that I now that you said that, um, yeah, I think he show sees. It. I think he sees her with his sister or something. Yeah, I think it's something very minor. Like he's she, she's wearing a different uniform or something. She just sees her, but he doesn't talk to her or anything like that. Yeah, I remember yeah. that now. I totally forgot about that. Or like I said, it could be completely where it's just like all those events happened that day or whatever. But that's like what I kind of want to believe is it's. Um, it's a thing where they all branch off then, and the other girls, he doesn't, like, meet them that night or whatever, but who knows? Right. Well, right. I think it's about time to call it. Call it, we still have 
Yeah. <laughs> we can go for another 15 minutes. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we have the other topics Oh, we have a whole other hour? Oh, wait, we have another discussion? Well, I mean, it's the other things that we could do. It's like... Ah, okay, gotcha. Like, uh, one thing I was going to bring up is... Because, I mean, we don't really know how long we want the podcast to be yet, I guess. So, I was going to say we could do the, um... Like, what else have we been watching and hype for and everything and kind of go around with that, uh... Hype! One Piece. If you're going to know anything about me, it's that I love One Piece. So, anything about One Piece, I'm super hyped for. Speaking of which, Roberto. Yes. Are you hype about One Piece? I'm hype. Alright. Let's see where this goes. Well, I... So it looks like Robin will fight him? No. No. You don't think so? No. I don't know. It's I like so my prediction is she's just going to give him a leg. And be like, there I, you I, go. Yeah, I, I thought about that too. I was like, she is the she can just grow appendages anywhere. Why not just grow him one of your legs and then call it a day? Yep. So we'll see what happens there. Um I'm glad this is out of context for you guys. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so out of context, but it's okay. A little bit, yeah. I'm so hype about it. I was about to say, the the funny thing is, I guess the series that I would be most hyped about now already started coming out, and I'm not I'm not watching them, so I don't think I have the right to say I'm hyped about them anymore. <laughs> but I was actually I was waiting for Tokyo Ghoul season two and for Durarara season two, but especially Durarara, I've waited for so long that I think I can let a few more episodes accumulate before I start boring through it. Well, that's kind of how I feel right now with, because uh, I'm, like, currently I'm in the middle of watching the second season of Log Horizon, but I, I let the arc end up to, I think it's episode 13, and I've decided to stop for now until it finishes so I can watch all that in a block, because, I mean, there's certain things that I forget, and, like, I, I want to actually see that all in one contiguous block, so it's not like, oh my god, what happened, that I'm super pissed off. <laughs> right. So, I, I can definitely see that. It's typically a pretty good idea. Roberto? Uh, hype right now? Or just other things you've been watching lately. I mean, we can discuss some stuff. Like, for me, I've been watching uh, Spice and Wolf again because I haven't watched that in a few years. That's a good That's one. That's a great one. I love that. They're my I really, favorites. I really wish they continued that yeah. series. The interactions between Holo and the Merchant was so was. good. Yeah. It was so good. I think I'm, like, three into the second season, so it's it's well past when they actually started traveling together, obviously, because that's, like, episode one and two, but, um, yeah. I believe this is right after, or right around the time, or I'm a little bit, a few episodes past when she actually got sick and everything, and he had to care for her and all that, and there's just so many things, like, watching this that I remember that I forgot about, like, one of my favorites is whenever he gets her, like, potatoes, and she gets mad because she almost chokes. You know, it's like, stupid potato! And, like, eat them and shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, so many things. I, 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 I mean, I, I really like Spice I and Wolf. So much. I think there's one, there's only one thing that I don't like about Spice and Wolf, and it is the fact that, as Clacker said, it's stopped. And who knows when it's gonna continue again, right? Because they, they finished Season 2 right in the middle of... I don't know. I, I felt like when Season 2 ended, it was right when certain, like, more deep topics were starting to come up. And that's when I, I, I got re- really interested to see where they 
their relationship would go and, and what would happen with her and all that after after season two. But and there's still a lot of books to adapt, but there's no word on either they'll ever do it or not. Yeah, I don't think they will because it's it's been too long. I feel like since they have released season two, because I mean, like, when did it come out? came out like in 2010 didn't it god i don't know it's been a long time it's it's been a long time so if they did do it that'd be awesome it'd be spectacular everyone would be happy but i think it's been too long to continue it again no not necessarily you don't think so there was a show recently i'm trying to remember that it, it had been a while since they did anything and they came out with another season of it well, like Sailor Moon or something. No, I not a, not a reboot. About that. An actual oh, like season know. two of a show that hadn't been on the air for a while. That I can't is. remember what it was. Well, I actually think Dorada is a good example. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. that's been a while. Well, since CJ touched on Sailor Moon, did you guys watch the the new Sailor Moon? I, I have not seen stuff. a single episode of any of them, so I have n- I know nothing about that. Right. I did. Honestly, I have also I been don't watching think... here and there. I don't think I missed much, CJ, but I, I might I might be the one the only one with the this opinion in here, I'm not sure. But I, I, I watched a little bit of Sailor Moon back in the day when when he used to show on, on Cartoon Network and all that. I, I never watched the full thing, but for a while I kind of liked it without telling anyone I liked it. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how those shows work. We don't um, judge you. But when when the new one started coming out, I was like, Oh cool, that this seems nice, they're they're redoing it, it's gonna be great. And I started rewatching it, and I watched the first four episodes, I think, and I, I don't know, I just had no interest to keep going, honestly. I, I just feel like, it really doesn't feel like something that's for me. Oh, God. Dude, Dan, you, you just reminded me of um, something I may be doing for Megacon this year. There's this uh, anime that's heavily making fun of magical girls, but it has, like, five magical guys and everything, I guess. Oh, my God. I know which one you're talking uh, about. Yeah, I'm I'm linking a picture here, and me and, like, a group of guys, one of which from work and some other guys I hang out with, we may be doing cosplay for this. Jesus. I think it's, uh, what's it called? Cute High Earth Defense Club or something like that? God. And, yeah, it's gonna be amazing. (laughs) That sounds interesting. So it's yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Like I, I remembered, uh, and, and I know that I, I probably remembered it wrong because I was probably I don't know eight years old when I watched this. But I remembered Sailor Moon way different than than what it is today. Although, I, as I said, I do know that that this is just my memory being fucked up because I was too young. Um, but but it is very cliche, you know. Like it is just yeah. stereotypical magical girl anime, right? Well, remember when it was published. Right, exactly. A long time ago. That, 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 it that's established the, the stereotype. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But one thing about Crystal, because I've been watching the original Sailor Moon anime hand in hand, is that they just completely cut all the filler out, and they just hit all the, the plot points right away. That's good. Which, I feel like a lot of series have been doing more, like, you see Dragon Ball Z releasing Dragon Ball Z Kai, which is literally just Dragon Ball Z without, it's just pretty much fighting. That's all it is. Right, and that's a possibly unpopular opinion right here, Dragon Ball Z sucks. Well, Dan's out of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) 
right. I, I partially agree with Dan. Right. I don't so, think it sucks, but I don't think it's amazing either because of all the fucking filler and all the battles and shit. I mean, okay, I watched it on Cartoon Network as well when I was a kid and all that, and I had fun. I mean, I, I really liked it. But one day, that that is one of the shows that once I tried to get back to one day, I just, I, I just really couldn't do it. Like, I, it, it just really annoying in my opinion. And it's I not really know. something you go into like, oh, this is going to be a masterpiece. You gotta just turn your brain off and and have fun. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, like but, I said, I, I would probably enjoy it a lot more if it was just like, hey, I'm gonna fight this dude and I fight him and I move on to the next thing instead of well, fucking twelve episodes for one fight. It's like, fucking yep. get on with it. Yeah. Well, check out ah, Kai. <laughs> Because <laughs> Kai, that's essentially what Kai does, is just they cut out all the filler. Yeah, Kai literally just... I would probably just, love Kai. Kai literally takes everything. So you know how when they went to Namek, there was like 20 episodes of them actually traveling through space? And nothing happening. Yeah. And nothing happening. Literally, that's two minutes in the actual Dragon Ball Z Kai, and then they're on Namek. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I will probably watch this then, and I will probably enjoy it. I need, I need to add that to my to-watch list then. Yeah. Uh, Kai only goes up to the Cell Saga at the moment they're working on the Boo arc. But you yeah. could probably stop at the Cell Saga, to be honest. <laughs> the Boo arc was cool. It was... Yeah, it's alright. It was... Uh, 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 I don't know. Gohan was stupid, but that's okay. I feel like I... I feel like we could make a ringtone just with noises that Clacker makes while he's Probably. talking on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe. But that's... Oh, little little shout out here. Anybody uh, listening to this, you ought to go check out the O'Clecker Twitter. It's pretty amazing. It'll add it's, a lot uh, of context. Kudos, yeah. kudos to Dan, by the way. He has sprucened up O'Clecker quite a bit. So kudos to Dan on that one. I mean, as soon as you guys showed me the other day, I went in and there was still an egg for the picture. So I was like, come on. I mean, it, it, this deserves at least something, right? So I, I did I did change it a little bit. I, I, I want to make it better, actually. I, I, I want to make some some best pictures to put it in there. This, this was just something I screwed together during last night when I couldn't sleep. <laughs> Yeah, just so everyone can uh, go look at this, though, it's uh, at O'Klecker is O-H-K-L-E-K-E-R. Pretty amazing. And the funny thing is, as as soon as I started, I mean, as soon as I finished doing the the pictures and putting them in there, I just started reading all the the old posts, because there was actually a lot of them that I had not read yet, and I was literally laughing out loud here in my room at 4 a.m. in the morning, because some of those are just so funny, dude. Like, they're so funny. Yeah. and I actually think they, they're funny, even if you don't know Clecker. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, there's, yeah. There's one thing you guys will find out about me, and it's that I tend to say stuff without sometimes thinking, and then weird things happen, and then O'Clecker quotes are made. Yep. My so. favorite is, uh, what is it, like, uh, hey guys, are all colors green, or something yep. like that? <laughs> yep. I turned straight to Roberto, slammed my hands on the desk. Everyone was paying attention to me, and I say, Roberto, are all colors green? <laughs> Wasn't that, that like Direct X or OpenGL? It was GL's open GL. It was OpenGL. I actually oh, yeah, think this is one of my personal favorites. A child plus a child equals an adult. Correct. 
<laughs> and it, it just sounds like so serious, you know. Like it's just like this straight. Like, he did say it equation. with a seriousness. <laughs> I well, said most it of these com- he does say with seriousness because he like means it. Yep, <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, yeah, little, little context though with like the open jail and DirectX, like uh, how all four of us met. We actually went to college together for video game uh, development and programming and stuff. So that's how we all met and came to know each other and all that. Yep, it's where I personally started watching anime. I used to watch anime here here and there as a kid. We all watched Dragon Ball Z as a kid. I watched One Piece as a kid, which had the best, like, English dub, like, opener ever. Next no, that's Pokemon. Kids. Right. We're kind yeah, of just on I mean, the same board po- on that. Pokemon, yeah, Pokemon is the all-time, but One Piece was, like, right there. It was, like, right below it. But anyways... You know, I've still never, like, seen an episode of that, Clucker. Of what? One Piece? Yeah. It's probably yeah, too fine. far. It's, it's fine. It's I, perfectly... I don't feel it's, like getting into that. It's, it's, it's a lengthy challenge. It's not everyone's cup of tea. A lot of people don't, like... want. Some people just honestly don't like Shonen, and that's perfectly fine. And it is a long series. But I, I got into it, and I haven't looked back. Right. How, how many episodes are there for, for One Piece? 650... Oh, yeah, no. Something. What are right. we at now? Let's well, say 650. So, looking it up. on the time that you watch One Piece, you can watch 26 series of 25 episodes each. 679 is the total count. 679. So, you, you can either watch, like, the 26 best anime series out there, Except for the long shonings, or you can watch One Piece, <laughs> and that's yeah, why sure I've never gotten into, into those longer shows for the most part. But yeah. you could also have the twenty-six best moments in manga history in One Piece, right? Because I mean, the the people who like those shows would argue that One Piece is better than all those twenty those other twenty-six shows no. put together. No, but I for would... my taste, I find that very unlikely. <laughs> Yeah, I I would not say that. One Piece is a great, great, great masterful piece, but I wouldn't say that twenty six other series are twenty six other masterful pieces are equal to One Piece. I'd say those are greater. Like, for example, Clanad and Baka Monogatari. Like those two series are spectacular. Right. I think you can probably I watch just... all of Bakemonogatari, I mean all of the Monogatari series, plus Clanad and Clanad after story, like six times on the time that you will watch One Piece. This is That's true. probably about how many times I've watched the whole Monogatari series <laughs> this year. So there you go, CJ, if you didn't watch it like 50 times, but no, I mean, it's your favorite that. series. You gotta have my Sinji Ogata. Yep, <laughs> that's, that's understandable. Not gonna dispute that, that is understandable. That and Shinobu. Fucking Shinobu. Shinobu. You fucking lowly cones. Hey. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> Hush. <laughs> you, Dan. You like some weird stuff too, Dan. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. I mean, you're you're the one that brought up the other stuff we were talking about a couple weeks ago. That's oh, for shit. our after hours podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we are getting. Oh no, I guess it's only nine o'clock right now. It's midnight somewhere. We could do midnight podcast yeah. right now. Yeah. Wait, you said it's midnight right now? 
No, I said it's midnight somewhere. Right. I was about to say, it's midnight here. Just turned midnight here. If you guys don't have two hours ahead of you. called it! Damn! Alright, welcome to the After Hours Alright, so there's this one called Eroge, which is pretty good. Oh, God. I'm my innocent mind is now going to leave. I'm gonna leave it on this note. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, we uh, one thing it's pretty funny. I, I kind of want to bring up from that conversation though. It's something that happened a couple weeks ago or something. We started talking about like random like uh, I think it was like hentai and like borderline yep. hentai stuff that was good and all that. And uh, <laughs> I, I remember, like, I, I think that lo- Dan lost his shit whenever I said this, because I, I told him uh, a borderline one and everything that I watched, where I pretty much summed it up as, dude moves into an apartment and fucks a ghost in his new apartment. And then Dan was immediately <laughs> quoted that and put 10 out of 10. <laughs> I'd watch it. Yeah, I, st- I still gotta watch that, I mean. I'd watch it. Unfortunately, I don't have that, that much time to watch anime recently, and I do have a few other hobbies other than doing that, and since we're doing 12 episodes a week now, that's about as much time as I've got. That's part of the reason why I haven't started a lot of other stuff. Well, it's like one thing I told you, most of the stuff I showed you was uh, manga. Right, yeah, that's right. But I should be getting started on those soon. Just just keep keep asking me to do it, and eventually I'll do it. I'm just... Cause yeah, I really want to get your opinion on a few of those. Right. I'm, I'm just very slow on, on starting things. You know, it takes me a while to start something, and then and then I just go through it. Well, remember, we can recommend manga in this activity. Sure. I, I don't can. think just so we don't kill Klecker, we should do any like that. <laughs> I don't see what the problem is, CJ. <laughs> okay, so we're going to make him watch uh, Nozokiana or something yes. like that? Yes. No! Okay. No! I will No! They should I, t- read I it. told you guys already, we should legitimately start a YouTube channel called Klecker Reacts. <laughs> You should ease me into this, not no. just kick me over the ledge. Well, I've no, been no, easing no, you into things for a Clicker, long time. you don't time. understand. This one is about as close as easing you into it as you can get. Because uh, Nozokiana actually has... It's it's one of my favorite romances in manga. It's actually it's really amazing good. as far as the story goes. There just happens to be a lot of fucking in it. Yes. But um, it's actually really fucking good. Like, surprisingly so. I also know a lot of shows that are really good, and it just happens that there's a lot of fucking on them. Just as a coincidence. Yeah, sure, coincidence. I, I, I don't sure think those are coincidences, but okay, we'll go with that. No, this one was legitimately, I started reading it for, because somebody recommended it to me. And I was like, dude, you, you don't understand, it's an amazing romance. And uh, I started reading it, I got like three chapters in, and there's a girl fucking like, masturbating and everything, and it's like, whoa, I... Don't think I can read this anymore, <laughs> and I'm glad I did read it all because it had turned out to be fucking. Yeah, and then I think you mentioned it to me, CJ, and I ended up reading it, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, so there's two, Clucker. You'll be fine. It's it's really good. You just have to look past all the sex and everything. And I mean, he's seen. I just have to look at the thing that fine. matters, which is the love romance, not the actual sex. What's that? I said I just have to look at the thing that matters, which is. The love romance, not the sex. That's actually one of the points they make in the, in the manga. <laughs> because one dude ends up fucking the few girls and everything. It's like, God, this this kind of sucks. I don't enjoy this and all that. Then, like, love and things happen. Yeah, let's put it that way. Things happen. Yeah. See, those things are what I'm worried about. You should stop worrying and just do it. 
Do do we need to have the talk with you, Collector? No, I think we do. No, no, you don't. <laughs> You're not See, when, going to have this. When a daddy tentacle likes a, girl, <laughs> a school girl. No, goddammit, no! We're right out! He wraps around her gym. No, stop! <laughs> and with that, I think it's about time we could wrap up the podcast. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll see I, you I next think, time. I think that's about it. So, um, yeah, once again, we'll go around. Uh, just, yeah, Ben CJ, um, if you want to, I guess if you want to look at anything I have, like my, my anime list or something like that, I'm known as Boom Coffee on pretty much all of the interwebs, like Steam and everything. And, um... Yeah, these guys can tell you where to find them if they want you to find them. I don't know. You can reach me on Twitter at LimaDanielM. I'm trying my best to be very active on Twitter this year. It was one of my, my year's resolutions to just become more active socially. Uh, I mean, uh, on, on social networks and stuff. And I, I talk about anime from time to time. I talk about games. I talk about random shit. And I retweet old Clecker quotes. So <laughs> take a look at that. You can find, you can me. find me on old Clecker. That's the one place you'll find me. Well, what about your anime list and all that? There's my anime list, and I'm usually known as Boklex, B-O-K-L-E. I'm not, I'm not actually sure I would like to share that, because I mean, people would see the, the weird shit that I watch. Well, then Especially fucking in- don't. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll just I'll find it. you on one of ours anyway, it doesn't matter. Right. right. Well, I'm, I'm at my anime list on that, at Daniel M. Lima, I think, right? Nope. Ah. Is that it, Roberto? I don't even remember. Damn it, Dad. <laughs> I'll check. So, get your shit right, Daniel yeah. M. Lima. That's right. Right. So I'm at Lima Daniel M on Twitter because there was already a Daniel M Lima on Twitter, but I'm at Daniel M Lima on M my and right. That, that's that's good. Right. Next. Next. Okay. Next person. Please. Okay. So you can find me on the internet as RJR two nine nine. Twitter, Facebook, Steam, whatever. I'm there. Well, all right. Um. Yeah. This has been. Pseudo Random Podcast. Uh, yeah, so next week we'll be talking about Omigami SS episodes uh, 13 through. Let's just go ahead and do up to the 26 because fuck it, why not? And um, yeah, so tune in next week and all that. And hopefully we'll be more professional and actually get shit done better. Sure. All right. ah, I think we got I, stuff done. I actually think it's been quite on topic for a podcast called Pseudo Random, so we're, we're fine yeah. today, probably. Pretty much. All right, well, thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Yep.